Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Going Against the Flow of Unbelief. I'm going to be reading from a section in my book, You're Crazy If You Don't Talk to Yourself. The reason I'm doing that is because we are releasing a revised edition soon. I'm recording this podcast January in 2019, and we're going to have a revised edition of You're Crazy If You Don't Talk to Yourself in a, in a month or two. And so I'll be doing a, a two or three of these podcasts featuring some of the uh, messages that are in this book. By the way, you are crazy if you don't talk to yourself. <laughs> you know, faith comes by hearing, Romans 10, 17. And so if I'm going to believe something different, I got to hear something different. And I'm not going to wait for you to speak to me. I was listening today to Joshua chapter 1. And verse 8 says this. It says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you will meditate in it day and night that you may do that all that is written therein, then you will make your way prosperous and be of good success. And the Lord is talking to Joshua. They're right on the edge of the promised land. They're getting ready to enter in. And he tells them to be strong and courageous in, in chapter 1, but he inserts this verse 8 concept of, of this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Now in Matthew 4, Jesus when he was tempted by the devil, he didn't think his way out of the temptation. He didn't think his way out of the wilderness. He spoke his way out, speaking God's promises. And then we go into this Joshua chapter 1, and Joshua right there, as, he, as he's getting ready to go in to the promise, then he is commanded to not let the book of the law to part from his mouth, but to meditate. And that word meditate means to mutter in it day and night, muttering, just speaking, verbalizing what, what is in the book of the law, the principles of God, the love of God. And then it says, then you will, uh, that you may do according to all that is written there. And basically it's saying that is going to create a chain reaction. You, you speak the word, you're going to do the word, and then you're going to make your way prosperous and you're going to be of good success. Wow, that's so powerful. And so even as we get into this section, going against the flow of unbelief, we start off with the scripture, Philippians 3, verses 12 through 14. It says this, Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Again, that's Philippians 3, 12 through 14. Such powerful verses. Weightlifters understand that muscles are built by pressing against resistance. Overcoming Christians also understand that resistance 
is a friend in our journey to become fully convinced about God's goodness and his promises. Salmon are interesting, fascinating fish. They are birthed in fresh water, then live in the ocean for years, and finally come back to fresh water to spawn so that their species can increase in number. The remarkable thing about this process is that they spawn in the same location where they were born, and they often overcome great odds, waterfalls, etc., to get there. God has put in them a homing device, a direction, and an overcoming spirit to fulfill their calling. He has done the same for us. 1 John 5, verses 2 to 4 says this, for this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. We also have what it takes to go upstream in life against the resistance. Truly the victorious Christian will embrace a life of swimming upstream against old mindsets that want to imprison them in valleys of unfruitfulness. One way to do this is by setting the course of our lives with words to go against the flow of unbelief. Here are some common situations that often contain lies which can be combated with a specific promise of God. Number one, when experiencing lack and uncertainty, say, my God will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory, Philippians 4.19. Number two, when feeling hopeless, say, God has a way to get me from here to where I need to be. There is a direction for me to take that is powerful and good, and he will empower me to walk in it. 1 Corinthians 10.13 is a foundation to that. When feeling weak, say, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13 When you think you are a failure, say, He who has begun a good work in me will complete it. Philippians 1.6 When you don't know what else to do, bottom line things and say, I'm going to be okay because my God will make things work out for good for me. Romans 8.28 These responses will help us set the course of our life towards God's promised land and away from mediocre or shipwrecked living. There have been seasons in my life where I've had to focus extra time in speaking and thinking God's promises. Remember, it is His promises that allow us to be partakers of the divine nature of supernatural living, according to 2 Peter 1.4. Spoken words have a powerful effect, but inner self-talk is also important in our lives. We resist lies first in our thoughts. More on that ahead in a book. In the meantime, remember, you might be crazy <laughs> if you don't talk to yourself. I really love that section. It's in a chapter setting, setting the course of your life with your words and then going against the flow of unbelief. And I love that the story of the salmon there and and how they 
they press on. They press against the resistance. They overcome obstacles. They've got a direction in them. They've got an overcoming spirit. And, and we do too. We, we have that which is in us, which causes victory. It's, it's, it's our faith. And you know, resistance is what causes us to get spiritual muscle. <laughs> you know, none of us like resistance. We, we wish that we could, in the natural, you know, stay in shape by not doing anything. But we realize there, there has to be a commitment that's made to push against it. And even in, in your life right now, and you think about okay, what areas of your life causes you to, to feel spiritual resistance. You know, is it, uh, is it your finances? Is it your family situation? Is it a health situation? Is it, is it the news that you're, you're hearing through media? Those things that want to cause you to, to move down into a lower place and just go with the flow, just, just, just float downstream in, in that mindset and that negativity and that worry and that, you know, just, I'll tell you this, what I'm hearing for you today is that God is empowering you and he, he has empowered, in you, empowered you and is empowering you to, to go against the flow of unbelief like never before. And so being able to put language to what you're battling right now, you know, just saying I'm feeling discouraged because these promises are not seemingly happening or they're, they're happening too slow or, or, or whatever. When you're able to put language to that and then put a promise of God, a scripture, even some that I've mentioned today, and we've been talking about them recently in these podcasts, especially the promises in the book of Philippians. As we begin combating those with, with those resisting things that we're feeling, the obstacle, it's just we can't seem to get break. When we're able to combat that with promises of God, something powerful, something powerful happens. You know, we're here at Igniting Hope Ministries, and, and we are on, are on assignment to ignite your hope. <laughs> and I want you to remember there's no hopeless circumstances. There's only hopeless people. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. And I want to remind you of this, that the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need joy at the end of the battle. We need joy in the middle of the battle. It is, it is our strength. And pretty much for everybody listening today, today is not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> let's, let's laugh at that. And you know, joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. No. It is today to stir it up. It's our strength. And even, even as we talk about going against the flow of unbelief, stirring up the joy of the Lord, stirring up, saying, thank you, Father. And you know, that is what I want to close with today is the power of the word thank you. It says in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, it says, take captive every thought to the obedience of Christ. One of the greatest ways we take thoughts captive Thoughts that don't line up with hope or faith or love is through the words thank you. 
when we're starting to feel that negative resistance. No, thank you, Lord. Thank you that we've prayed about that. Thank you that you're moving. Thank you that I'm going to know what to do. Thank you, Lord, that uh, you're, you're, you're ministering to my children. Thank you, God, that these promises are going to come true. Thank you that we're important in what you're doing. Thank you, Father, that that my nation, you said the gates of hell would not prevail against the church. And, and I know the gates have not prevailed against the church in my nation. And I thank you right now. Thank you for strengthening us. Thank you for that the prayers are, are powerful and effective for my nation and the nations of the world. You know, that is a good way to close. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Just remember, we're doing our annual negativity fast, positivity feast starting in March. Go on our website for more information. We have at least two levels of that that you can participate in. And just remember also that April 25th through 27th here in Redding, California, Wendy and I are doing a, an Abounding Hope and Joy conference. And we welcome you to that it's going to be powerful. If you haven't been to Reading or it's been a while, this may be an opportunity for you to come, come to those meetings, and then experience Reading life, Bethel life. It's beautiful here. The church has always got you know things happening. Hey, God bless you. I look forward to having you with us again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.